0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Worthmore Podcast. I am your host, Cammie Bleece, and this is episode 17, which is really exciting because this officially surpasses the amount of episodes that were in season one, which is just really cool. And obviously, I started the Worthmore Podcast later last year, so that's why there are less episodes. But I am just thankful for you right now who are listening to this who are letting me know that you love it who are leaving reviews and sending me some love and some sweet insights and questions and all of those good things it makes me feel so encouraged to continue showing up to continue researching and i'm excited to see what the rest of the year of episodes looks like so keep all of that good stuff coming So this episode is called Diets in Disguise because I think we in the wellness industry can make it seem like healthy eating isn't a diet, but there are still things you should and shouldn't do. And it can get really confusing because I don't believe in diets. I don't think you should be dieting. But then how do you know what to do, right? And how do you know if what you are doing isn't actually A diet in disguise so if you're curious then continue listening but before we jump into that I am going to share how I feel worth more this week and actually it's kind of from this weekend we had an opportunity to go to our second kind of going away party up in Dallas where we have a whole bunch of friends and family and you know It was such a wonderful time to connect with people that we love and that we will miss seeing so much more regularly. And honestly, one of the best and favorite parts besides all the people was the amazing cheese board that my sister-in-law, Michaela, so sweetly put together and my mother-in-law, Susan, so sweetly supported and funded. And it was literally like my dream cheese board come true. And if you have not seen this cheese board, you need to go to my Instagram, immediately it's just my name and go look at it it's like i have only posted i think like one picture or two pictures since then so it's pretty quick guys this cheese board was the bomb and the greatest part is that i had no fear sitting around this cheese board and eating it i had no worries oh my gosh am i gonna eat too much which one should i shouldn't eat guys that was my dinner a cheese board and wine and i felt so satisfied on a much deeper level than just hunger, right? Dairy can have a hit or miss with me, but it was so great to not look at this cheese board and be fearful and stressful. And it was a moment in which I realized, wow, this work that I've been doing for myself around food has been working and I'm worth continuing to do that work. I'm worth continuing to make these strides because I did not feel out of control around this board. I did not feel obsessed around this board. And that was a really exciting moment because I think going to parties can be stressful for a lot of people who are trying to feel like they're making healthier decisions. And then everything looks so good and they just don't know what to do with themselves. So that was an exciting personal moment to just feel so loved, but then to also see kind of how far I've come in my own journey around food and my body. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump in to this episode around diets in disguise. So if you've listened to more than one episode of the Worth More podcast, you have probably heard me say diets don't work. But just in case you haven't, I'm going to hit you with some numbers. (laughs) So just to drive this point home, did you realize that 96% of people who will go on a diet will gain all the weight back and typically more? Did you realize that 75% of women identify with disordered and restricted eating and realize that they have rules around their food? This is a huge percentage of women. And 96% of people who gain all the weight back is a huge amount of people who fail, and yet we so easily want to go back to diets. We so easily believe that maybe this one will be different, but they won't. And that is why this episode is important because I want you to realize that you might be on a diet without knowing it. And I have to be, I want to be real here because the wellness industry, you know, we, we throw around a lot of words pretty liberally and pretty aggressively wellness and clean eating and whole foods and all this stuff and you really need to understand what each person means when they say those phrases because a lot of them can be diet tricks or tips in disguise and this episode was kind of prompted because I had a friend of mine send me an article from a health publication that we both like and she was like I love this publication and I typically really love what they share but I would love to know your thoughts on this article that they sent and if it kind of triggers you the way that it triggered me and I was really curious to see what this article was And when I looked at it, I was like, oh, you know, it was titled healthy, you know, ways to eat healthier when eating out. And I have done blog posts like this. So I was like, oh shoot, like, what have I done that maybe this article has done that she's considering triggering? So I went and I looked at the article and what I very quickly realized was this wasn't easy tips to make healthier choices, this was a diet. This was restricted eating and celebrating and pushing disordered eating habits. Going to a Mexican restaurant and it literally said, avoid the chip basket at all costs. Sista, who's going to a Mexican restaurant and not eating a chip? Why are you there? You're not gonna eat guac, please. And here's the reality, I have been the girl who's like, excuse me, I will have an order of raw veggies instead of the chips if you could bring that out. Look, sure, eat the guac with your cucumbers, but at the end of the day, if you're going out to eat Mexican food with your friends and you're avoiding the chip basket for fear, then you're not avoiding it or not not eating it for the right reasons. I wasn't not eating the chips because I was like, they don't make me feel good. I don't like how they taste. I want to save room for my whole meal. I'm ordering enchiladas. No, I was afraid of the carbs. I was afraid of the calories. And I figured that the only way I could justify eating the guac and the only way I could justify eating fajitas was if I didn't eat the chips. And this article continued you know if you're going to sushi don't eat rice if you're going to Italian if you're going to pizza don't eat the pizza just have the toppings a whole bunch of bullcrap rules that is not realistic for anyone and is legitimately a restricted diet and that is not healthy eating that is not mindful or intuitive eating it's a diet And it's frustrating to see these articles and it's frustrating to see these programs that are saying, you know, oh, it's just a couple tips and tweaks here when really it's this whole list of rules. Don't eat after this time. Don't eat these types of foods. Don't combine these types of foods. Don't do this, don't do that. All it's doing is giving you fear around food and making you doubt that you yourself know when to eat and what to eat. So I wanted to kind of help you maybe decide for yourself or, or give you some signs that you might be on a diet without really realizing it. Because a lot of these things are very common for people who are trying to just quote, quote, eat healthier and can feel like you're trying but when in reality you won't be super successful long term because it's ultimately a diet packaged up in a different way right have you heard this like keto diet is south beach diet repackaged my mom did south beach when i was growing up and now the new thing is keto it's the same thing you're avoiding carbs you're eating high fat high protein that's we're just dealing with all these repackaged same bullcrap things because it makes money and people keep believing that the diet will fix it. So the first thing that might be a signal that you're kind of on a diet without realizing it is you've labeled foods. This is good, this is bad, this is clean, this is dirty, And the problem with that is you have now given a morality to food and you have now with giving food good or bad, you yourself in turn feel good or bad based on what you've eaten. There is no definition of clean or dirty, good or bad. I mean, there is. People will try to define it, but it's all completely relative to the person making up the list. And that's why it's so confusing too, because some people will say almonds are bad some people will say almonds are great some people will say chocolate is bad some people say chocolate is great it's super subjective but when you bucket foods into good or bad you're on a diet because you have now created fear around bad foods and you've restricted yourself from eating those because you don't want to feel bad so if you think that way there's hope for you don't worry i've been there Trust me, especially as a personal trainer in the beginning of my career, I definitely felt like it was helpful to tell people what was good and what was bad. I have since realized that that isn't productive or helpful. But it's something that's very common for most people who are trying to eat healthier and don't really know what to do. And we feel like we're in control when we can label things because we have clear lines and clear boundaries. But the reality is that When it comes to truly eating healthy for the rest of your life in a balanced way there aren't really hard and fast rules to it so number one if you have labeled foods you're on a diet if you have to track what you eat so if you are someone who you know tracks your macros tracks your calories tracks the i don't even know the other ones because i don't pay attention super often but If you're tracking things to see, oh, how can I fit this in and how can I tweak this and how can I do that? That's a diet. That is a diet, sister friend. Now, I will own up to this. I will have clients log their food to share with me. The reason that I do this is because so often... We aren't even aware of what we're eating, when we're eating, how much we're eating because we're so disconnected with ourselves and our habits that the only way we can see it is if it's right in front of us. And we're like, oh, dang, I didn't realize that I literally ate a hamburger and fries five days a week. I didn't realize that that's why I felt so tired and so bloated at 4 p.m. and always missed my workout and the cheese gave me super upset tummy, and whatever. But when we can look back and say, oh, on this day where I added in this, I felt so much better, it just gives you insight to yourself. And I'm gonna get to this point later about intuitive eating, but I find it helpful to understand how foods make me feel because I want to feel good. So yes, there will be times where I will eat things like my bomb ass cheese board, knowing that i'm not going to feel amazing but that's not what it's about and there will be times where i'll say i don't want to feel that way i'm not going to add cheese to this now i'm not saying you should avoid cheese or not i'm saying cheese can upset my stomach so for me personally it's something that i am aware of when and how much i eat it but if you have to track your food and if you've hit a certain amount for the day and you're still hungry and you don't have any points left or calories left or macros left You're on a diet. If it's hard for you to socialize around food, if you avoid going to parties or restaurants because you feel out of control around food and it's hard for you to be there, you're probably on a diet. I don't worry about food anymore. I don't think about food. Yeah, I get super excited about food. I love it. But I'm not gonna avoid a social situation because of the food that's there. So if you feel like you can't eat the way you wanna eat because of these parties or because of what's gonna be at this party and where you'll be around this food, you're probably on a diet. Number four, if there are specific food or food groups that you have restricted. Now obviously, like I said, I don't eat a ton of dairy as often because of how it makes me feel. Not because dairy has fat in it and fat is bad and blah, 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 no. But how often, I mean, sugar is just like the devil these days. And I am not going to dispute what science wants to share about sugar, but I also do not believe it is addictive as cocaine. I just don't. And I think that that is a way that our culture is giving us fear around foods that if we just ate in moderation, we would not have the issues with. Yes, people tend to eat a lot of it because it's cheap, It gives us a high because it's processed into our body as energy. And then we build habits. You can create habits that make you feel great and you can create habits that don't make you feel great. And if one is cheaper and can more convenient, more than likely, that's the habit you might do. But if you're restricting a group because all of a sudden it's the next thing that everybody hates, you're on a diet that used to be the thing we all feared that's why the whole fat free movement came about but you know what they added in they added a whole bunch of sugar and now we all feel sugar it's just this cycle and the only way that you can actually let go is to remove yourself from it and to let go of it and to stop believing every latest article that wants to scare you or pull you one way or the other so if you are avoiding a certain food group or if a certain food group is restricted, you're on a diet. Two more, if your habits get between you and your body. Again, I've already kind of mentioned intuitive eating a little. I cannot emphasize it enough because there, would, there were times in my life where I was hungry and I ignored it. And I said, nope, you're going out to dinner tonight don't eat anything before. Nope, you've already had two breakfast tacos at breakfast. You don't get to eat lunch. I ignored my body's natural hunger signals in lieu of in instead for my habits. And the thing is, your body is not trying to be a jerk. Your body is not trying to work against you. If your body, if you would you say, I need a pee and not go, be like, nah. You don't get to pee today, body. You already peed five times yesterday. Ignoring your body's signal to pee is like ignoring your body's signal for hunger. That is how simple it is. Your body can only tell you in so little signals what it needs. And to ignore those signals is to disconnect from a very intelligent system. So if your habits are getting in between you and your signals you're on a diet and i want to pause here because i think there's a lot of you know theories around how many meals to eat and what type of meals to eat and i used to believe i was a snacker i used to think i have a really hard time i am a snacker if i have food snacks in my house What is it? Katie bar the door? Is that like a super southern saying that I'm saying really wrong? Something like that. I'm going to eat all the snacks. And then, you know, you read all these theories oh, you should only eat three full meals a day. And then, oh, you should only eat six meals. You know, it goes back and forth depending on what you read. Now that I practice more of an intuitive eating, I pretty much eat three meals a day because what I do is I eat enough at a freaking meal a meal is not 100 a hundred calories meal is not 200 calories a meal is a lot more than that and it shouldn't be measured by your plate size or your caloric intake or whatever are you full or are you still hungry and now that i eat until i am satisfied not overly full satisfied i am able to go however many hours until i'm hungry again and sometimes it surprises me because i'm not hungry as early as i used to be or i'm hungry later than i used to be but that is because i'm tuned into my signals i'm no longer following somebody that tells me you should be hungry at three i'm not i'm good thanks though i ate enough at lunch today And guess what? If I didn't and I am hungry at three, I eat. It is so simple, but we make it so complicated because we have been led and taught to not believe ourselves and to not trust ourselves. The sixth and final reason or way that you can know that you are on a diet is that if you feel crazy or out of control around food, and if you feel overly fixated around food. Here's the reality, I have been there too. I have literally been at all of these things. I've been so preoccupied at what I'm gonna eat later, when I'm gonna eat, looking at venues, trying to decide, okay, how can I make this work? What can I do, blah, 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 that I did not enjoy being around food because there were so many mixed emotions there. I'd given it morality, I had given myself restrictions, I was ignoring what my body needed. Of course I felt crazy, of course you might feel crazy but if you do feel this way around food you are probably dieting you are probably living in a restricted way that is not aligned with how your body naturally wants to function so if you're kind of like okay some of these things stand out to me i'm doing some of these things I don't wanna demonize healthy habits. I don't wanna demonize your consistent workouts or you choosing to eat a big salad at lunch in lieu of a burger. What I want to question is your why. What I wanna question is your motivation. Why are you not eating the pizza? Why are you going to the workout? Why are you eating the salad? Why are you putting the sauce on the side? Why are you doing this? Your motives matter they matter because the way that you think when you are eating matters you burn more and use more of the nutrients in your food when you are joyfully eating if you are eating out of frustration anger fear shame your body will not process the food as well because it is not functioning optimally So the why behind your habits matters, and you need to ask yourself, why am I doing these things? And a lot of the time, it's because we live in a culture that glorifies the thinnest body possible. It's because we live in a society where everyone has been told it's super easy to lose weight, and if you're not, it's your fault. So we give ourselves these reasons that we don't genuinely feel connected to, but we feel pressured to, and our why is not intrinsic enough. And our why has been manipulated. And it's no longer truly ours. It's what we assume we need to be and what we assume we need to be doing. And the problem is that diet, you know, people on diets, how do they say it? Oh, I'm just trying to be good. So that if they don't do those things, they're bad. Again, we tie morality to dieting. Of course, we all have this fear. Of course, we're all struggling because basically what I'm telling you to do is go be bad and not in a way that gets people excited, (laughs) but in a way that drives up fear and stress and confusion because we haven't been told that being good means listening to your body. We haven't been told that being good means loving the size that your body naturally wants to be at, living a life that you genuinely love, and you're taking care of yourself. Those things are not celebrated. Those things are not told that those are good. Those are bad because it doesn't fit the mold. So what do you need to do to step out of this intuit, or step out of this dieting? One: go and read intuitive eating. What it does is it helps break down so much of how we are taught to eat and helps you rethink how you should be eating. For my personal journey, I'm gonna be real with you. I pretty much ate whatever I freaking wanted for if not a solid six months, longer. I mean, didn't worry, didn't care. I don't think I saw a ton of vegetables cross my plate super often. I just ate everything that I had been fearing and restricting and obsessing over for so long and what I needed to do for myself was prove that it was not the end of the world to eat this that I was still a worthy person and that I could control myself because if I wanted it I could have it but instead of eating to the point of being so full I felt miserable out of fear I would never get to eat it again because God know when my next diet was going to be. I could eat slowly. I could enjoy it. I could listen. And now, after over a year of going through this process and trying to create more of an intuitive eating lifestyle, I enjoy all of these things genuinely most of the time within moderation. Yes, there are times where I eat more than I should or more than I needed. But I don't have shame around that anymore. I don't have judgment around that anymore. I just learn and I just say, okay, that's okay. So if you can move away from dieting and into an intuitive eating thought process, you will feel so much freedom around food. A great way to do this is to add in more fruits and veggies at any of your meals. So don't opt out of something, don't opt out of pizza, don't opt out of the burger, don't opt out of what you genuinely want. And if you genuinely want a salad, get it, sister, whatever. But I'm saying most people ignore that they really wanted the pizza or they really wanted the burger. So if you really want those things, eat them. But crowd it in with other things. It's called the crowding out method in theory or whatever. But if you add in a whole bunch of fruits and veggies, in to that meal too what you do is you get a lot more balanced meal you get your cravings satisfied but you're also fueling your body with things that it really wanted and really needs almost every meal i add a side salad sure sometimes it's a caesar salad a lot of the times it has ranch dressing on it i missed ranch dressing but i eat a pretty big salad with almost every meal does that mean i don't also eat the pizza or the sandwich or the fries no But I eat less of it because I filled up on something I really wanted that tasted good, but it wasn't all I was eating. So add it in. Just stop trying to exclude things and add more onto your plate. The truth is so much of us are willing to give up 95% of our life for 5% weight loss. We're willing to put everything on hold in hopes that this little weight That can come off will be the change that we need. It isn't. And you are not guaranteed the rest of your life. So stop pausing and giving up 95% of it in hopes that this 5% weight loss will change it all. Take care of the whole you, take care of your whole life. The thing that you need to do through this process is to be kind to yourself. Realize that you're fighting the culture. You're going against what most of your friends or your family might be doing and might be believing is the right thing to do. Do it anyways. Do it for yourself because you are worth it. You are worth this process. You are worth this journey. And I can genuinely say that as someone who has walked through it, who is still actively walking through it. There are still things that are hard. But the person I was a year ago around this stuff and going into summer, Lord have mercy. It's different now. But I actively chose make this a priority I actively chose to ignore what I was being told from a lot of the culture and dig into people that were telling me that I was worth more than my body I was worth more than the weight loss and that there was no need to shame myself around food that I was bad because of food or that I was better because of certain foods food does not have to define you your diet should not define you your body should not define you because you are worth more than all of those things combined times a hundred thousand billion money, you know whatever you are so stop letting yourself believe that these healthy choices are just something that you can sustain for forever if they fall into those categories i was talking about if they create a mindset of fear and shame and judgment that is not health and that is not going to make you happy and you are worth the effort it takes to do something else so i hope that if you have currently been on a diet in disguise that you will stop that you will be kind that you will find someone to encourage you to help you feel free to reach out and ask me questions i'm happy to answer any and all that i can both through messages and on here if there's something you want to hear more about. But you can do this. You are worth this. And you do not want to spend the rest of your life on a diet. So it is time to lift the veil, take the disguise off, see it for what it is, and choose to do something different. I hope you have an amazing day. And I can't wait to be talking to you next week. Bye, guys.